0: There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years.
1: Hello, and welcome back
0: to, could it be an Oak Island podcast?
1: We are your hosts Deidre and Dustin white. Hey, Hey,
0: uh, we are back to talk about the curse of Oak Island season eight episode can you believe it 15 15 cask and you shall receive <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. oh so should we have just asked for casks sooner because if we cask and you receive then i guess we should have just asked for the casks we and ta-da we ta-da. would have had what we needed
0: yeah so a couple of years ago they found some kind of cask too remember they found a piece of a Uh, Yeah, they thought was a barrel. Mm -hmm. I should have went back and and researched that when that was, but I totally forgot. But Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, they found some cool stuff in the swamp, and we'll get to that in a few. Uh, But uh, before we jump into anything, I just wanted to give ourselves a shout-out because... What? um, No, (laughs) I I did. I want to give ourselves a shout-out because we've been working very, very hard Mm -hmm. on making a treasure hunt. Yes. That's um, only a couple weeks away from being launched, Mm -hmm. and It's part of uh, a series of uh, nine treasure hunts, not a a series, maybe more of a collection.
1: Yeah, there you go. Of
0: nine treasure hunts that are going to be released on March 20th Mm -hmm. uh, in conjunction with uh, The Art of Hidden Messages and Mysterious Writings. Yes. Um, If you're interested uh, to play Mm -hmm. um, or check it out, go to Google and type in Mysterious Writings uh, Masquerade Tribute. Yes. It'll get you right to the spot where you need to go to... uh, Participate. uh, yeah to buy in because there is a cost you know it's a but it all a, goes to charity everything, though. everything is going to charity mm-hmm. in this one so um yeah just wanted to give ourselves a shout out because we, we've been working super hard mm-hmm. to make sure that this is a fun treasure hunt and We're we can't excited. wait to share it with you guys because we think it's going to be really incredible actually uh think we know yeah so um i mean what we hid uh somewhere in the uh, united states mm-hmm can be found you know in a matter of days
1: It could yeah months could take a year could take a year because a year is like the expiration date i think maybe. we'd have to
0: give out some hints before the end if, if that oh was yeah the case. We will. but i think uh you know it could be found pretty quickly mm-hmm. and it could take a while so uh if you're interested go to google type in mysterious writings um mm-hmm masquerade tribute and you can find the information on how to join in so i just wanted to get that out there because it's something we've been working really hard on and like we said it's all for charity uh-huh. um and yeah like saint jude's Children's hospital uh the humane society of america uh-huh. and uh, uh, some kind of autism research program I, uh-huh. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head yes. but all those things um you know if you buy in they'll go to a good cause so yep. Anywho, let's talk about The Curse of Oak Island, unless you had anything you wanted to throw in there.
1: No, I think you threw in all the things, and I'm ready about, I'm ready about, I'm ready to talk about The Curse of Oak. So if the Curse bad. of Oak. Yeah, The Curse of Oak.
0: Not The Curse of Rock. We both have, we've, we're both oh. putting The Curse of Rock right now.
1: Yeah, but it it's not a curse, it's like bomb.com, yeah, if ba- you need some rock swag... I, I love the beanie personally
0: he's wearing a rock beanie I'm wearing mm-hmm. my uh usual rock hat mm-hmm. um yeah so you just rock on. Uh, where do you where do you go to get that
1: uh at their website I'm sure rock okay. would uh get you to it but it's also Is it it's, com? I, I have no idea oh. uh but we should figure that out I bought it through Instagram because they have a a rescue ranch rock rescue ranch and they sell this type of stuff so that the proceeds go there yeah
0: okay well perfect um does that work yeah i was gonna try to find um how i can how they can get a hold of them but i wasn't quick enough. And that's it's okay. all good look them up we we'll you know them you, you know them.
1: you know them you love vanessa and the crew danny the
0: pirate that's yep right. Arr. Arr. All right. So do you want to start in the swamp? Do you want to start in the money pit? Do you want to hang out over? Jeez.
1: Uh, in lot, what, 10, where they did some metal detecting or that's really
0: or, or, well. No, that's kind of what they did this episode. So let's chat about one of them. You want to go to the swamp? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Let's start at the top of the show. At the very top of the show, we had Rick, Billy, Gary, and Craig, all hard at work. Of course. And then we also saw Aaron and Miriam, also hard at work, Uh on the road. Yes. And uh, there was a flashback, a small flashback, Uh of uh, Finding the Ring Bolt, because that was an exciting find. Yeah. Obviously. And Gary is over there metal detecting. Uh Uh, He says that he has a hit at the depth of about nine inches. Rick gets digging he finds an ox shoe nail <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Ox shoe nail. that
1: seems to be a trend right now
0: yeah mm-hmm. especially in, in, not in, not just this, ep- this episode for sure yeah but this season yeah
1: seriously
0: like and, obviously we're finding the road that the oxen used and back uh when they first started finding them during this season we mm-hmm. hadn't heard of them before on the show and at least not in this plethora well, it's well just, i
1: mean the nails i guess yeah they just hadn't brought the them shoes. up mm-hmm. but
0: when they found them before they acted like it was no big deal like uh-huh. yeah we find these all the time well now it's making more and more sense why they're finding them all the time
1: yeah seriously pieces fitting together
0: yeah uh craig and rick uh say that gary needs to check the uh, new spoils that diggy's that diggy that billy is <laughs> <Diggy>! cur- <laughs> billy the diggy <laughs> yeah that billy's currently in the middle of digging up uh-huh
1: yeah, yeah yeah he's like yeah i gotta get out of this squishy stuff mm-hmm. squidgy, squidgy stuff squidgy and go check out the pile so he gets out of there
0: he does all right yeah. so um while that's going on aaron says that the methodology that they're using on the stone feature is what they're following uh and they're following it to wherever it takes them Mm -hmm. at this point yeah and what's incredible about this feature is that it goes and goes and goes yeah it just doesn't (laughs) it doesn't stop it doesn't know how to stop kind of like mania
1: yeah and you know i was just kind of thinking about the stone like paved area Mm -hmm. from last season that we spent so much time on and that was one of those other things it just kept growing and growing and like it just never stopped
0: this Energizer road, bunny of, of stone, ancient stone roads. Mm-hmm.
1: And you yeah, know, this thing probably leads to the stone pathway for all we know, because you need a parking lot for all your carts.
0: It probably uh leads to the money pit. Area. And then they're going to find another road that led to the pine tar kiln area probably. from the money pit, one that connects this road uh, along the swamp to the pine tar it's kiln. The whole to- highway system here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it just like follow the ox shoe nails and the rocks what were and- these
0: guys doing out there 220 <sighs> 30 years ago 300 years ago it's crazy it,
1: it's it's bananas it's
0: mind-boggling mm-hmm. if you will. so anyway rick then asks billy if he's if um anything has caught his eye and he says yes that area there seems to be rocky and he points um to a spot there's like a giant rock on the ground mm-hmm and gary um says it would have taken a heck of a lot of work to uh, make this and almost and it's almost ancient looking Mm -hmm. i think it is kind of ancient looking it
1: is ancient looking i Mm -hmm. concur
0: um yeah this kind of section of the swamp uh story Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh wraps up with rick saying that the question is not to um trying to explain what it is the question is where is it going and because they he, still don't know yeah, they still have lots of options at this point you know he points over there or over there or over there he's like up toward the money pit like where's it going and billy says all there's left to do is follow it and he recommends staying with the current line mm-hmm.
1: um he's gonna kind of move up the line yeah, right because he likes to be digging. a little bit ahead of him mm-hmm. and i mean that do that good job
0: well done, Billy. Good plan.
1: Good plan, Billy. Good plan. Okay, uh, they end up going over to the money pit as far as in the episode, but we're
0: sticking with the swamp. Yeah, we go back to the swamp to see what Miriam and Aaron are up to, mm-hmm. and they're working
1: yeah, naturally. Working I hard. Mean, so, Aaron and Miriam are working hard,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and keeping Aaron wants them to keep a close eye on the small details, and Miriam finds.
0: Coal. what what, what, what? Jiga, what?
1: and they keep finding coal
0: and they're very excited to find coal
1: it's coal and it's shoe nails no, The that, that season
0: should, that is the season like
1: mm. and rocks i mean because yeah. they will
0: rock you and at least one giant rainbow and they will rock you <laughs> <laughs> she pointed to her her hat for yeah for those of you that listeners. don't
1: get the uh visual anywho
0: <clears throat> yeah so they found she found the coal she had a little side interview uh-huh. um, mainly, Yay! Is, and she explains that uh, the, they're finding the coal on the stone p- pathway because they were simply transporting the coal along the stone pathway. makes sense. Right. Yep. And because it would have been a rough ride, you know, bumpy and all things would have fallen out. And she feels that they found enough to give Dr. Spooner uh, a lot of the samples to send off to a lab, get tested, the, you know, get dates, any other information, uh-huh so yeah i mean
1: i think good stuff scott in a earlier episode said they've been fun they should have bags of the stuff by Mm -hmm. now (laughs) okay maybe i mean that's a lot to send off for testing
0: it is (laughs) santa
1: uses it for the bad children Mm or on oak island the good children
0: Mm -hmm. so
1: kind of like in the war
0: room scene so jack gets a present but like scott barlow gets coal but the present is coal. Oh, so that's like the present. Like
1: on on Oak Island, instead of like, like if you're bad, oil. you get some kind of present, but if you're good, you get coal. On so, Oak like, Island.
0: is there some kind of portal there? Is that yeah. like the looking glass? Oh, of course there is course there's that...
1: a portal on Oak Island. This is the curse of Oak Island.
0: Is it like the looking glass though, where like you step through and everything's kinda upsy daisy backwards and probably mm.
1: I mean so it's the only thing, thing that makes sense. So
0: coal is a good thing on Oak Island. Coal's
1: a good thing on Oak Island. Oh. Check. Check.
0: Thank you. Check,
1: check. One nine niner.
0: Mm-hmm. Walkie talkie. Miriam and Aaron. <laughs> um, or actually, Aaron tells Miriam, Miriam, it's a really nice find. And he uh-huh. wants Rick to come over, take a look. And she says, Hey Rick, get over here. I found something cool. Uh-huh. <clears throat> you know, and so Rick comes over and he's he's wowed. Because to him, what this is saying is this connection. This feature right here that they are uh-huh. looking at. <clears throat> Is connected to the pine tar kiln because or or the other spots where they found cold, like the um serpent mound.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, you know?
0: which it, could be spoils. It could be. So it's um pretty cool. But yeah. the main connection I think they wanted to make was the pine tar kiln because yeah, Clotworthy did go into a little spiel about it. Uh,
1: of course, naturally. Thank yeah. you, Mr. Clotworthy, of as course. always.
0: Yeah, he's always telling us the deets. Yeah. All right, keeping us informed, Mm -hmm. that's what he does. Um, and Gary comes over to take a peek. Rick says that uh, many years ago they came to the island and they were looking to solve a treasure mystery, and now they're excited to find (coughs) coal. Oh,
1: how things have changed. See, Rick, you entered the portal and now you're excited for Mm coal. He came in through the ice holes,
0: Rick did, yeah. It's popped right out. That's the portal okay
1: okay that's why they're excited they to find coal now the
0: swamp and mm-hmm. okay cool you're welcome sounds great Oak island salt. yeah and so they at the, you know finding this coal was on and they're finding it on a road that they knew nothing about nobody's known anything about this road for 200 years oh my gosh um it's just it's something to get excited about it's pretty cool oh
1: man what a season what a year
0: yeah like, gary gary calls this all connective tissue and yeah i concur yeah so Good on you, Rick, for keeping a positive outlook and keeping everybody motivated because it, treasure hunting is not easy. It's <laughs> We've said hunting, it many times, not so.
1: finding.
0: Yeah.
1: You got to find the clues. Especially, oh man, Curse of Oak
0: Island. Wow. Yeah, so Rick kind of ends that little section saying, hey, let's keep digging. Uh-huh. He's, pulling, he's pulling a Marty there, but you know, uh-huh. they are brothers. Yeah. Share a lot of the same DNA. So makes sense.
1: Uh, and- So, you know, they go to the money pit, do all the stuff, but we're going to go back to the money pit. Uh, So when they come back to the swamp, it's uh, Dr. Spooner, Rick, Gary, Craig, and Billy working naturally. that's what they do. That is what they do. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ian says that every scoop goes back a hundred years in time (laughs) when they're getting back to the stone road level. So that to me says it's been at least a hundred years since you know it was an operation of any kind but no, i mean well it's obviously yeah. a lot longer than that well but it just wasn't in as much sediment obviously
0: but... yeah it's been covered for since before the treasure hunt began so that's over 225 yeah, years so you know or else there would have been some kind of note of something mm-hmm. uh, yeah done. is a says complete each... surprise so
1: I'm sorry i guess a hundred years isn't really what i meant to say well, you, each scoop gets
0: a hundred years a hundred years yeah. yeah but like when you so think about a hundred years scoops? that's a long time
1: <laughs> well how many scoops does it take to get to the center of a titsy roll pop to the center of the stone road
0: one the world two, may never know, you know. probably the, probably at least three because i'm thinking that things over 300 years old
1: the, yeah i yeah <laughs> it's it's just crazy
0: it's bizarre how bizarre how bizarre
1: uh rick asks ian uh what he's hoping to find in terms of uh, what has gone on here and he says that they're really looking what they're really looking for is an artifact and finding coal's a big deal because it gives some um, an indication of time and purpose which is a, a big deal obviously obviously and so and that's what they're looking for i think purpose is definitely a big deal like that's how we're gonna know where this road's going and what the story was. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. hmm Yeah, and then like it, I think Rick asks Ian, like, "Well, what do you what what else? What's next?" Mm-hmm. And Ian says that they like to, he'd like to get Gary over in this area, start detecting, checking out what's happening down in this layer that uh, Billy is exposing and uh so and see if there's any artifacts so he gets to doing that mm-hmm. and then in an interview um that was like not happening at the moment mm-hmm. ian uh dr spooner swamp doctor um he says that he calls it the underwater road and that's the first time we've heard him re- referred to it as that and i really I mean, like it's, that
1: it's so nice of them to call the swamp water <laughs> i mean well, it, the brackishness of it turns it to gross i don't feel like it qualifies as water when it's been sitting in the swamp sorry i think that's just a gentle term
0: okay well what do you what do you say about the uh potential water on mars you know that's a much oh, more we're not even that's a much more like a uh, harsh environment than the swamp of oak island you not call that water is it not h2o you're a harsh environment okay probably oh,
1: so you you know i mean you're mostly made up of h2o so i guess that's a thing
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> so um the underwater road has age on it he says <gasps> this is plus 20 inches of sediment to top it off and if you go in there and you think you've got things figured out um you can find something new that's something... It's not just new to you. It's new to everybody. And in my notes, I wrote, like, that's called classic Oak Island bro.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you think you know what's going to happen or what these... No. It's... No. Oak Island's like, oh, yeah, watch this. This is like a hold my beer moment. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, going to mess it all up for you. Thanks, Oak Island.
0: Yeah. So he says 20... um Inches. Inches. Uh, I'm going to convert that to centimeters real quick mm-hmm. all right so 20 inches is like is 50.8 centimeters of um well 28 inches or 20 inches is 50.8 centimeters that's what i'm trying uh, to say of okay? grossness yes yeah and, well he's saying that there's 20 inches of sediment but early on in the season he said that for every 10 mm-hmm. uh, uh centimeters of sediment that's 100 years mm-hmm. they're talking about over 500 years almost 510 years of uh buildup of sediment on top of this road is that what he's trying to say here or is he just saying well i mean this spot like there's anomalies here or there but like he said 20 inches that's a lot
1: it is and that that's a good point you know was sediment you know put there on purpose did it accumulate when things went out of use and do you remember uh so with corian mall and chris morford um uh, this episode. yes they were uh and they uh dr ian spooner went out and did that sediment test mm-hmm. in the yeah, that area gross the pit yeah. thing mm-hmm. that they found mm-hmm. with the stone trench yeah how many centimeters of how much sediment was in i wanted to say yeah, it was, it was enough that came intros, out
0: or 20 uh centimeters
1: uh i don't say i thought we were looking at like 300 maybe it was i don't remember but i was just curious of how close it is to the stone pathway if anybody remembers throw it in the chat i (laughs) am very i can't remember for the life of me and i'm not going to go in and check my notes right now but i'd be interested to know the difference in how much sediment between there where like i said we saw the stone trench and on the stone road and what the story is, if there's a connection, and what the
0: is there difference. a connection?
1: Yeah, well, is there a connection, or is the story that the um pit that they found a you know a recovery effort, or was it something done around the same time?
0: But is there a connection, much like the mystery of the titsy pop? The world may never know.
1: Oh, the world's gonna know. We Got a lot of scientists here.
0: <laughs> Gotta ha- bring up the Tootsie Pop again, of course. Yeah, so uh, anyway, Ian Spooner, Dr. Spooner, yes, that's Oak Island, bro. Like, yeah, that's just, how you, it is. You go in thinking one thing, you come out with uh, oh, I got this brand new mystery that nobody's seen in 200, 300 years. Uh, All right, so Gary is metal detecting, yep, in the squidgy and the squidgy
1: swamp environment.
0: Yeah, he uh, is not finding any metal, he doesn't find anything, but uh-huh. somebody does
1: yeah somebody has we just standing there watching him and he's like oh hey hey what's that what's that it's it's a piece of wood it's like a, a cut round piece of wood
0: mm-hmm. it looks uh
1: suspect yeah well what
0: is it doing like <laughs> just randomly all these inches there. of uh dirt and muck in the mm-hmm. swamp next to a stone road um yeah pretty crazy and then um so like Rick picks it up and mm-hmm. he looks at it and I think I think Gary's probably like a little like, hey I didn't find you found something without nah. me.
1: Nah. <laughs> Gary's just thinking now I need to find the uh, metal rings. You found
0: something without me, right?
1: <laughs> He's the lucky digger. That's why. That's true.
0: No, but Rick said uh, he picks it up and says, "Wow, I think this is the top of a keg mm-hmm. or like a, a some kind of a cask or a barrel."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So um, he shows it like Rick then shows it to Ian mm-hmm. and Craig ian says holy crow holy crow well, whoa that's very important
1: that's very important.
0: do it again holy crow that's very important wow <laughs> wow the good timing on that mama
1: yeah i saw it coming <laughs> and i i had pulled down a couple new clips that i uh threw in wow you got any
0: more for today or is that uh, uh...
1: yes i do have uh, at least one more uh, for well, today wait till we get to it i'm trying to see what do you see... want to do it now oh no i don't want to do it now okay. i was trying to remember what it was that i
0: holy crow he says i figured
1: that's good for any time there's an exciting moment and he ends with holy crow that's important that's important
0: so pay attention that's very important holy crow <laughs> uh, yeah so he says where rick found it is right at the cultural level mm-hmm. so right in the zone that they're expecting to find all these artifacts mm-hmm. in lo and behold so sometimes you do get what you expect but sometimes it's like bro it's oak island <laughs> what do you expect <laughs> right uh gary says that that what they didn't just carry only gunpowder or stuff like that in kegs uh-huh treasure coins were in them too. duh
1: and especially in these ones i'm
0: sure gary's always the guy that brings it back to treasure you got to always bring it back to treasure
1: know who does that now who? scott
0: he does. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah oh yeah. I meant to clip Gary. that
1: one out. I clipped it out in video and haven't pulled the audio yet. Yeah, that's good stuff I I'm that. gonna have to do. You that probably
0: just click on it and it'll play.
1: Yeah, but it never. I
0: can't right now. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Clotworthy uh, starts speculating if the keg barrels may have been connected to a piece found in the money pit in 1861. Mm-hmm. More on that later. That was uh, pretty interesting. That it came up uh, in both and in the money pit and in the swamp
1: yeah absolutely
0: uh craig bends down and finds another piece of the keg (laughs) well look at this yeah and that
1: one was like free for the picking anybody standing around could have picked it up
0: what else are they missing that's not metal i know that's a hard question we don't want to talk about because i know you know it's what they want is treasure what they want is to find uh, gold mm-hmm. and jewels wrapped in precious metals <laughs> and hopefully a metal detector will pick some of that up you know yeah
1: seriously um
0: but these other things that aren't that aren't metal man like uh, <gasps> uh, how do you really feel uh, <sighs> like okay so we we watched the uh, maddie blake special mm-hmm. and they went to i think lot 25 is that right? With uh, the Samuel Ball Foundation? Yeah. And uh, Liz Michaels and Laird Niven were showing Maddie some of the artifacts found. And they had like this pottery. Mm-hmm. And I'm think- I'm looking at that and like, wow, that's really cool. And Maddie says like, Samuel Ball could have been eating out of that bowl. And Laird says, well, he probably definitely was. And like.
1: to Are you thinking just putting that connection?
0: No, I'm just thinking like the, that pot- piece of pottery mm-hmm. can't be found via metal detector no that's what i'm saying and so like what else could be missed mm-hmm. you know it doesn't have to be a bright piece of pottery no but i mean what if there's human bones they're not finding that with the metal detector either
1: no you. i mean you they didn't, they didn't absolutely put pins have a point. in
0: people's bones to hold them together 200 years ago 300 years ago right so that's where i was going with that mm. Mm. so yeah so anyway craig finds another piece of a keg and uh he and ian determined that they're not uh the same barrel because they do look different they have different differing radiuses Mm -hmm. and one of those
1: could one be a top one could be a bottom it could be yeah but they definitely didn't
0: fit yeah uh ian says that they um moved down toward the road layer and as they move down toward the road layer they're going to find more and more of this stuff Mm -hmm. and he's hoping to come up with more coal
1: he's really excited about the coal right now
0: We'll talk about how excited he is at the end of the episode when they absolutely have a war room meeting with them so they do have a little interview with rick rick says that he hopes that they're going to get information from these kegs and like tools that were used at the time um, or to uh, point to a cultural influence and he looks forward to whatever chemical analysis could be done it's all about the application of science and they should get some answers from these two pieces dun 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 yep and then rick says uh he recommends getting these artifacts uh bagged Mm -hmm. and uh the scene finished with craig saying that he hopes it tells a story and rick says he hopes it tells a bit more or there's a bit more to tell than, uh and an and an even better story okay i got my words out I'm good good
1: um i wanted to point out in the chat uh linda answered my question thank you uh the core from the gross pit uh Mm -hmm. was around 30 centimeters uh so it was about 300 years
0: there you go and And this is about 500 years apparently so which could
1: (laughs) yeah according to the math (laughs) right so that would have been a couple hundred years after the use of the stone pathway road yeah it's underwater road
0: that's its new name okay but it's not water. Thank under. You. Thank you, Linda.
1: Grossness. Under goo. Isn't that what Spooner calls it? Like goo? I don't know. Um,
0: Marty calls it fetid. Fetid. Disgusting. Swamp. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to Northville Farm. I concur. Because we're kind of done in the swamp. Mm-hmm. Uh Let's chat. Except for the with, artifacts that we're taking. Yeah, so let's chat with Carmen Lake. Naturally. All right, Who? who... who, who who Doug and trip?
1: Scott go on a field trip. They let Scott leave the island?
0: He's That's the second time he's been out there.
1: I know. I feel like maybe the crew was just, like, wearing on him that day. He's like, I gotta get out of here. No, guys.
0: They're, they're like, who wants to go? And nobody raised their hand. Nobody like, raised
1: their hand? Okay. Everybody likes to go see Carmen. I
0: think everybody just wants to, like, get more work done. And, mm-hmm. like, uh, uh Scott's a taskmaster. He just whips them, you know, like, get to work, get to work, get to work. And they're like, dude you need to go <laughs> so basically
1: <laughs> scott dude. was hurting the cats too well yeah and everybody was like okay guys let's send scott out on a field trip let's get him out of here so we can do what we want because while the cat's away the mice will play that's right <laughs>
0: Dickery dog yep all right so yeah doug scott arrive hang out with carmen leg and yes they were very happy to see each other because they always bring fun stuff for carmen to look at yeah he's stoked and what they brought this time are those two pieces of the keg barrel not metal mm-hmm. they usually bring metal to carmen yeah. leg
1: yeah but he's he a metal worker yeah they figured that you know he's probably made some rings for barrels in the past mm-hmm. and That he may know a thing or two about barrels.
0: Well, he confirms it. He says, Yes, I'm very familiar with barrels (laughs) and barrel making. So it makes sense. He's a perfect guy to send them to to check this out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Doug asks him as a blacksmith, you know, um, they yeah, actually, I'm reading what you just said off of my notes. Oh, that's hilarious. I have it written here too. Of uh yeah, him just being very knowledgeable um with barrel making because he's a blacksmith. They tell Carmen that they've got these artifacts. And um Carmen says, Oh, it's one of those days. <laughs> he gets excited when he gets artifacts. Yeah. Scott unwraps the keg piece. It's in like aluminum foil mm-hmm. <laughs> inside a little plastic bag. And he hands it to Carmen. Mm-hmm. So why aluminum foil? I don't know. Hmm.
1: Because they wrap, there's a lot of things they wrap in aluminum foil, like before they take it to Carmen or whoever. Mm-hmm. I would like to know why aluminum foil is it like that they got a sponsorship no. or is it keep it from like rubbing against <laughs> we the we would bag? see Reynolds
0: wrap pl- plastic all over the screen if they had that okay. <laughs> um no there's got to be good reason for it though I maybe next time we talk to one of those guys we can ask them
1: yeah that's gonna be an interview question yeah
0: or maybe um uh, Linda and Jeff and Jack can ask uh the next time they interview someone they interview more than we do
1: well, lately, most of ours are staying till the end of the
0: year at this. Yeah, we point. We like to get them at the end of the year. That's right. All right, Sue. So, uh, Carmen says that this is a barrel head, and he confirms that, uh, you know, having making many barrels himself in the past, mm-hmm. he says that this one is extremely old because it is handmade. Mm-hmm. Doug asks Carmen if he could put a date on it, and d- he says yes, extremely old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carmen <laughs> says that if you look at the taper on it, it's not abrupt and it's very long and this is typical for when they started making wooden casks so that would go straight back to 1400s what, yeah what, 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 what?
1: <laughs> and when he says yeah my date is extremely old i'm thinking well that's a little broad <laughs> doug thought the same thing but yeah. yeah 1400s and then we get like what a flashback about columbus's shoe in, <laughs> in
0: 1492 <laughs> exactly
1: so this could have been his keg too yeah you just never know
0: you never know what that uh uh, those early explorer types
1: (laughs) yeah they like to lose their shoes and their kegs maybe they lost their shoes because they were drinking what was in the kegs
0: possibly or but this
1: one wasn't watertight no so. so
0: dry goods uh yeah he says that the construction for this particular one would be no newer than 1760 so 1400s to 1760 no matter how you look at that that is predating the money pit unless what if it was just an old barrel someone was using
1: well that's just it like around the farm or whatever you've got old equipment mm-hmm. right that you would keep using mm-hmm. same thing's gonna happen back in the day you're not gonna make a brand new keg just because you're hopping on a ship
0: they're the, they're the modern day like storage bins mm-hmm. yeah um so i used to work at this grocery store mm-hmm. um what 20 years ago now oh, yeah my gosh, it's been 20 years Wow. It has. So 20 years ago and like um, last week I went in and I still see them using the same type of bins that I used for backstock uh, 20 years ago. So, I mean, yeah, they haven't invested in anything new. These they're big, durable plastic bins. Yeah. And they work, you know, so go ahead and keep using them. Yeah. If
1: the keg works, the keg works and mm-hmm. you just take it and don't, spend the money on a new one that being
0: said i hope it was made in the uh 14 and 1500s yeah (laughs) but i'm just saying,
1: uh
0: there's no reason why they can't just be like a little bit older and just you know even though they're out of date still use them
1: yeah they're like hey i had some laying around Mm -hmm. might as well use them
0: yeah so he does say that it would have been for dry goods because it wasn't watertight like you said Mm -hmm. such as gunpowder flour something else that was uh not wet beans Mm-hmm.
1: beans if you listen to uh, the curse of oak island and beyond in their podcast we had a whole thing about beans and the barrel and i had said that maybe the entire treasure was just casks of
0: beans <laughs> i i wish i had, can find some time to go and listen to them it's really hard i've listened a, a bit uh-huh. and it's good the stuff i hear but if it was an actual podcast that i could get on my phone where i can just like not have to watch it because hey I love be You could watched. just put it down. Yeah, but I want to do something else. And if I want to get out of Facebook, it goes away. No,
1: because it'll not on your phone. It should actually now with the most recent update, you can let it play while you do whatever. It's just like a little square in the
0: top. Maybe we'll see. I just I like real life legit it's podcasts okay. it's okay. I'm an old They're guy that unlegit. you know I know you are an old man. I'm an old guy that that's set my way. <laughs> Anyway, from what I hear, they're very fun and they're good people. They are. They're great people. You should go listen to them too.
1: They compliment us, and we compliment them.
0: (laughs) You need to calm down over here. Okay, let's calm. Let's let's. I'm not calmed up. Okay, all right. Anywho, (laughs) Carmen said it's very, very, very old. Three varies. (laughs) Like you. (laughs) No, not me. Like. I'm not that old. I'm like I'm 38 years old. No, you're just
1: stuck in your ways. Like, get off my grass.
0: In my brain, I'm much older. Okay. Yes. In your brain, you're dead. I have lifetimes worth of knowledge in there. That's not
1: what I was saying. (laughs) Just to be clear. (laughs) Okay, okay. Sorry guys. Sorry.
0: Back on track. All right. Carmen leg our blacksmithing friend. Yes. Uh, He says that this type of construction predates barrel making in Nova Scotia. So this thing, whatever it is, wasn't made in Canada.
1: Well, most likely. I mean, you could make something of an old type when you got here, even though there were other ways.
0: You could, but... But
1: it doesn't seem logical.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I know these days, people love to make things that are old, uh, new again. Mm -hmm. But back then, probably not so much probably just more practical to get the new model of whatever mm. but i wasn't alive back then so i don't know i'm not that old okay uh, I don't know. <laughs> ask charles barkhouse he's got the elixir of life
1: uh that's true he,
0: he was around okay all right uh doug explains that it was found on the east side of the swamp and scott says that it could have easily fallen off a cart hey isn't that something miriam said earlier uh-huh. we got a lot of cart falling around here yeah Doug reaffirms that this was for dry goods. And Carmen says, Yeah, it was not watertight, like we said. Uh Uh, Scott says, You know what else was dry? Gold. Gold. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: Oh, Scott. Good
0: old Scott. That
1: was pretty good. Hearts are great. Hearts for Scott. We love hearts for Scott.
0: Yeah. So Doug says that that's true. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't come in liquid form. <laughs> you can it, melt down gold. You
1: can, but it's not gonna be like melted long enough to like ooze out the sides. No. It's gonna like form inside the it would re harden,
0: yes. Yeah, so good stuff. All right, Doug kind of finishes up the trip, the the field trip, uh by saying that fourteen hundred to fourteen hundred to seventeen sixty dates uh correlate with what they've been finding. And the question is, does it indicate one group of people that came or um you know? was it like a longer occupation, you know? Like, was it the one, is it like one people came and they did what they needed to do, they got out of there or did one people come and stay a long time or maybe it was one per, one group came, they got out of there, another group came, stayed a long time. That's kind of the phase we're in right now is like people are there for a long time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so are we going to get into a phase where people are not, now at this point, people are always going to be there. Be
0: coming by yeah i mean after they find the treasure it's definitely going to be even a bigger tourist attraction Mm -hmm. so yeah all right so um yeah they they say hey carmen that's all we got for today and carmen says oh i was expecting more (laughs) (laughs) i thought that was funny carmen
1: you're fantastic
0: so there is a little scene at the research center directly afterward where um scott and doug relay this information to marty Mm -hmm. not much else is said there you know it's just uh basically giving him the rundown of what carmen leg told them yes basically. is that right because
1: he's just checking in he wants to know the stuff now i wanted to point out Oh. so because you know that's how i do
0: that's how you do uh
1: they you, they have the two different pieces of keg right and mm-hmm. then they're showing them to marty and oh yeah they're in these bags that are labeled and i was like hmm let's take a closer look because i know we were trying to uh see where they were at in the season
0: one thing before you get into Mm -hmm. that marty does ask him about what's going on they talk about there being the two things they showed carmen and Mm -hmm. carmen only talked about really one of them Mm -hmm. so we didn't really get any real details on the other piece
1: yeah um
0: he i wonder what did Doug? doug
1: said that he had said that they were from two different cakes right they were different things one of them we knew was a like a dry goods keg Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. and just because of the thickness and the what we see on the inside kind of like rick had pointed out that oh there's you know it's kind of got a different texture like something was stored in there so maybe we can learn something about it and that carmen confirms um i'm not sure okay the one they were showing marty
0: it says august
1: yeah so it says august 24th uh 2020
0: that was a couple of days before my birthday that was a couple of days before marty's birthday
1: well it was a birthday gift mm-hmm. it was found at 14 inches deep mm-hmm. by dr ian spooner lot 16 seismic anomaly mm. So it's time to go back and look at those uh, seismic charts from the swamp. Because I was wondering that, considering that they did the seismic testing and we were talking about how the stone road wouldn't have shown up because it's a lot shallower than what they were, what they could normally detect, right? So maybe there actually was something that showed up.
0: One little piece of wood.
1: Or there was, no, I'm talking about the road because Mm. this was found right by the road. And so, like, let's say Steve went out there to mark it and he tells him what to mark it. And when he sticks it in there, what, and they get a, want to say a reading, but that's wrong, a measurement. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is in the same spot that we saw a seismic anomaly. Kind of like when he went and was marking the Behringer survey and he could say oh this is really close to the where the cross was i just found that to be very interesting information to me and now i want to go back and look at all the seismic data from the swamp hmm. if anybody else um you know needs something to do on a sunday
0: i got issues with this what you're showing me why because it says ian spooner found it rick lagina and craig tester found those pieces okay why does Ian Spooner get the credit, or is he just like the one? Is he the basically the person uh, that, that cataloged g- it and that does the analyze and gets uh, the anil- analysis analysis done um, beyond the? Uh, um, it might Carmen be Lake
1: analysis. that he's overseeing that area and that works. So mm-hmm. for so it makes sense that it falls in his jurisdiction, if you will that it's his responsibility and it says cask lid right Um, on it has the artifact number and the date and then the other one was found
0: swamp doctor doctor after that's
1: true uh was found it says five inches deep oh my gosh
0: i almost thought it said your name on that bag
1: i wish except that would mean they would have found a piece of me in the swamp and i'd be dead okay um no uh Crazy. lot 16 seismic anomaly mm-hmm. all, august 24th 2020
0: okay yeah cool well hopefully at some point we'll know even more hopefully but yeah. that
1: was just a little easter egg i wanted to share for those who are interested
0: because i uh look at these things Well, thank you so much for zooming in and enhancing, okay? (laughs) All right, so Marty was impressed with the dates. Marty was impressed with, um, you know, that it wasn't something that was typically, that would have been made in Nova Scotia at at the period, so they can rule that out. And, you know, he says it's extremely interesting, and it's very out of place, and according to Carmen Lake, it's very old. So in his book, I think that's really a lot of good stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, what do we if we can send it off for testing and it sounds it. like we can do it mm-hmm. yeah i mean if we can get a chemical analysis of what was on the lid awesome yeah uh i think if it was gold we'd probably know but you never know
0: yeah. maybe it's just coal barrels of coal could probably could have been so Marty just tells him excellent work and then kind of like hey guys let's all get back to work mm-hmm basically all right so now we're going to the money pit money where the pit. other big chunk of the show happened
1: yes i so, think some very important chunks of the show
0: yeah so um the, when the show opens or like when we go to the swamp mm-hmm. then soon thereafter we do hit the money pit and that scene opens with steve saying that they've got some good news and yeah, Terry... he says
1: he's got a lot of oh, good oh, news i was right. like dang someone's excited
0: yeah and he's showing terry Mm -hmm. charles and scott a map for a new julian program that he wrote up in hopes of finding the actual money pit so big big moment for the year steve make sure everybody knows it's a really big moment
1: it is a big moment and he makes sure that terry gets credit from previous years boreholes like his notes um from putting those down and then what they've done in the past and that they've anchored their point off of their success in C1, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then did their 13 foot diameter. And I mean, that's a pretty big area, Th- 13 feet. I mean, it's no hundred feet, <laughs> but they really want to nail it down. And they're basing it off of what they think the orientation of the shaft is of the tupper shaft based off the drilling that they did so if if they've got that right for the
0: tupper shaft
1: then they could be in the right area
0: it could be could they be
1: could they they might
0: well they might and then so they go over to talk to the choice sonic drill guys right mm-hmm. and they're like hey guess what guys My name's Steve, and I'm really excited to tell you something. My
1: name is Steve, (laughs) and I'm excited to tell
0: you something. He's like, guys. Does he
1: have a name badge or something?
0: Guys, we're going after the money pit for the first time this year, guys.
1: He's saying this is the first that they're actually taking a shot at it, right? They're telling Mike, and that's based off of the drill program that they came in with this year. Guys, we're
0: really doing it now, guys. We got it yeah and so mike tedford from choice he's like oh good let's let's do it he's like all right (laughs) yeah and then uh so they go out to mark the spot Uh and charles is like hey this is awfully close to c1 it it?" is c5 (laughs) charles well c doesn't stand for a spot on the map it stands for charles charles
1: one it i mean it kind of also stands yeah for a
0: so it's on only yeah but it's only five to six feet from uh mm-hmm. from c1 yep. so that i think that's got charles really excited yeah he's, he's like, like ah, should have listened ah, to me i was right
1: so here's the thing mm-hmm. this this is proving that charles isn't hasn't been trying to lead us all astray like we've been joking about for years
0: charles i want to apologize
1: can I give you, you a hug, Charles, hero. when this whole thing ends?
0: You're the true hero, Charles.
1: You need a cape.
0: Yeah. All right. So in an interview, Rick is saying that the hardest thing to do on Oak Island is to find the money pit.
1: hmm
0: That's an understatement, Rick. Agreed. Because it keeps moving. Like, literally.
1: Literally, it keeps moving. The Solution Channel. Remember when we were talking to Steve about the Solution Channel last year? I remember. Oh, yikes so that thing.
0: Yeah. Clotworthy explains that this new area is more than 20 feet from where they found wood from the early 1700s, but it's very close to C1. And that is where the flashback that they always show about C1, like they literally show this flashback eight, nine times a season because they always you know, actually at the very first episode of this season, what happened? We dropped a shiny gold thing. No, it just always comes back to C1. It does. Just when you think you're going to
1: take it off.
0: Always comes back. Always back to C1. And that was five years ago. So it is what it is. Charles had it right. All right. Steve says that all the work they've done this year has led them to this spot. So to C5. So dun dun dun. All right. And then we go but uh to so then we have another scene at the money pit where Rick and Doug arrive to check out a potentially important discovery from Borehole C five. They meet up with Terry, Scott, Steve, and Charles at Terry's operating table. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Yeah, I, I oh I know. Terry excitedly tells Rick and Doug that to take a look at their discovery. Look, 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 guys. Look, 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 look what we found. Look, look
1: yeah he's everywhere
0: they're everywhere yeah
1: he is so (laughs) he's kind of like a puppy he's you know like everywhere they come in and yeah
0: yeah so um it's very very old looking wood and uh, terry says gotta love it and doug asks for the depth and they're they're told 77.5 feet and steve says that they've uh, picked a good hole rick reaffirms that yeah that stuff looks very old Mm-hmm. It does look old. It looks crumbly, even right? yeah,
1: it's so old that it's brittle. and Terry just comes in and breaks it in half looks like a hamburger. He's like,
0: <laughs> flunk. <laughs> well, that was like my uh, I was like, whoa, he's like Captain Canada over there, not Captain, Captain Canada well, not Captain America. Captain America. remember he's like splitting the wood with his bare hands. That's and true. So it's like I was thinking... Terry Captain Canada, we've dubbed the
1: i was thinking hulk smash and then terry smash no
0: he, he just rips it apart like captain america would i forgot about that he's a canadian version We mm-hmm. just need to give him a shield with like a maple leaf on it oh my gosh
1: i have to redo his superhero card and he's got his maple leaf shield
0: oh man that would be good stuff
1: oh that would be epic
0: yeah sorry you're it's already the ship is sailed somebody else gets to be captain canada now yeah but that's mm, a, who gets to be captain canada oh no who else Who's is marty? ripping apart no marty what? does a in canada
1: <laughs> Marty's not from that canada. would be hilarious <laughs> because it doesn't make sense uh, yeah. someone needs to be captain canada hey
0: Maybe scott slayer. do you want to be captain canada
1: <laughs> no he has to have a big heart on his shield
0: yeah but what about it might be um who likes the leafs the maple leafs team oh. they're always arguing about that i don't remember the
1: leafs is
0: they do bring up the Stanley Cup in this episode
1: (laughs) is steve and someone else and i think the canadians is doug and someone Mm. i don't know i know it's a debate though hey
0: we don't know much about hockey but we're about to because uh our local local ish area has got a new hockey team coming next season the seattle kraken release the kraken (laughs) i can't wait Deidre can't wait to jab, like, because they get a bunch of good picks, right? Because they're an expansion team. They, they're an
1: expansion team. So, yeah, there's a so lot they get
0: campaigns. a like leech from all the other teams, right? Well,
1: it's not leeching, if you will, but you know, you get never. Well, mind. At, I'm pretty at, sure it's done the same way that the um, MLS expansion. Well, but look what happened last time
0: they brought a new team in the NHL. Like, I don't know much about hockey, but uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights got. Mm-hmm they're like only two two seasons old or something three Mm -hmm. seasons old and they had like they i think they won the Stanley cup didn't they i don't know i don't know but when the
1: sounders came in we just kept destroying destroying what everybody because every you're talking about soccer i know Talking
0: about hockey i'm i know i'm just saying like if they can do it the seattle kraken can do it oh i know they can and then we can make fun of the Leafs and the why we don't make fun and the Canadians we don't make fun. These guys poke fun at each other all day, every day on Facebook with their only hockey stuff. And then we get to, we got to be involved in that now.
1: Okay, embrace it. Okay, embrace it. Okay, calm okay. down. You need to calm down. You are calmed up. Okay, my bad. So let us get where back to we? the money pit <laughs> where uh, there was old wood and Captain Canada ripping things <laughs> apart. Okay. Oh, geez. Uh, Interview with Scott about the wood at depth raising a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. It's very deteriorated, uh, very dark in color, but says it's exciting in the sense that they don't know what it is, so they have some more drilling to do. That's right. So Uh-oh. wait for it. Where'd it go? We got to
0: drill, drill baby, drill, drill baby, drill, drill baby, drill. <laughs> right Sorry, I
1: couldn't help myself.
0: Mm-hmm. Sweet. So uh, they do have another choice sausage from 84 feet show up. Uh-huh. And as Terry begins opening and examining the sausage on his operating table, Naturally. Rick says that he hopes that it gets even more interesting. And Scott says that they are, um, they had planned to do an assessment at a hundred feet. And Charles asks Rick how deep he wants to go. And Rick says, at least to a depth of 118 feet. And you know why <laughs> Doug chimes in debris filled baby, you've baby, got, got the baby part, my dad gets, He's like, like like Gary would say. And everybody laughed. Yeah. The debris, much. De, de, debris filled, baby. Yeah. And that, that was kind of what they joked us with with on the last uh preview when mm-hmm. Curtis spoke on because yeah, it made you think that they got that they actually found the debris. Mm-hmm. Oh, those tricky. Sneaky, guys.
1: sneaky. Yeah. Uh, clotworthy goes in explaining about the work uh with the Oak Island Association in 1861, the shaft, the deep collapse all that good stuff, and Rick says, like, in the interview, that he truly believes that all the, with all the information over the years, of the 225 years, Exhausted Search in the Money Pit, the one thing that reads real to him is the description of the collapse of, the collapse in Shaft 6. I mean, it makes sense, right? So, that's why they're going to that depth. At least is looking for that deep collapse. Mm-hmm. Wow, that hot yeah. dog, hot stuff, sausage, what? hot sausage. Hot, hot sausage. <laughs> so, speaking of the next choice, no, sausage. Well, wait, wait. Oh, sorry, because
0: they, they do. I just want to say they do bring up that. When the collapse happened, supposedly uh-huh. one of the workers at the time that's came true. up with a cask barrel topper that was yellow, uh-huh. and that's very reminiscent to what they found in the swamp. This episode, uh-huh. so it's all—it's more connective tissue. More connective. More connective, tish- connective tissue. Good stuff. Uh, are we connecting the
1: lots, if you will?
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh, sneaky, sneaky. They already did that this year.
1: Yeah, well, they're con- doing some more connective tissue lot they are. stuff.
0: All right. So the next choice sausage, like you said, they bring to the table. It's 89 feet down. Uh, Steve puts in position. The team's excited because, you know, there's wood in this sample. Mm-hmm. And Terry says that it's what I'm talking about right there. And it's stacked timber and Charles calls it soft wood. Soft wood? Soft wood. Could it be? So, yeah, anyway, I mean, it's just good fun. Mm-hmm. You know, they're getting down to smells
1: stuff. it. Yeah. He does. <laughs> I love. He's giving it like a tasting Spruce, notes. He's like, it smells piney, sprucy.
0: I can feel a little of that on my palate. It's too bad uh Marty wasn't there. He would have really appreciated that. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I think he would have. Because he probably does that with wine. Mm-hmm, probably. <laughs> uh
1: Steve asks if it could be from the Money Pit, and Terry says that all things are possible. Yeah. That feels like a motivational poster. Well, Thanks. I don't know. Rick goes on to say right after that
0: this might actually be the Money Pit. Mm. Mm-hmm and bold statement Mm -hmm. scott says the only way they're going to be able to say with confidence it's money pit is if they bring up treasure and rick replies well let's see what the next one shows Uh and then uh doug asks or he says if they find the one thing we're going to pass that thing around like it's a stanley cup and uh that's what's going to happen and everybody's like laughing their butts off
1: I want to know what like this one thing is because it's like what what are they passing around is it a piece of coal they're all running around like chasing each other. No when they
0: find like gold at 200 or 100 feet deep 200 feet deep that's going to be the one thing. I
1: just picture the one thing being like so small so when you're like holding it up and like fighting from each other they're like don't drop it. (laughs) Versus like the giant Stanley Cup uh then they'll tackle each other and someone will end up in the money pit
0: <laughs> yeah oh my goodness yeah i lost my uh spot here oh, okay yeah so it's just funny that they bring up the stanley cup okay. in america they would bring up like the vince lombardi trophy yeah yeah uh, you know for winning the super bowl instead it's just it's funny mm-hmm. and um, i love it yeah so suddenly Dun, dun, dun. Uh, there's a problem with the sonic drill rig Nuh-uh. and scott says well i guess we have to shut down operations because uh can't do any more work yep. today busted a uh, hose with yeah.
1: classic oak island
0: yeah but that's actually what charles says mm-hmm. as, the, as the camera is kind of panning away it says that's oak island for you mm-hmm. so.
1: and everybody looks sad and like defeated they're like mm-hmm. and charles is just like should have known it was going to happen. We were getting too close to her secrets. That's
0: how it works. So then, but they do come back to the money pit. Terry, Scott, Charles are continuing to oversee the drilling on borehole C5. Uh-huh. And uh, Clotworthy explains that uh, despite harsh weather rolling in, uh, the Oak Island team is relentless in their pursuit to find the treasure right yes and so uh they're looking for at a new choice sausage from about from 83 to 89 feet down Mm -hmm. and they're in situ material not backfill on one side and the other uh but the other side of that sample looked like it was uh manipulated yeah and so i think they're a little bit excited by that because you know at some point you do want to find something that's been disturbed yes absolutely yeah, so Rick arrives and says that he's surprised that the guys have blown away. Yeah, <laughs> he looks like, like he's about to. And it's really uh, windy, and Scott says that they're at the windiest spot on the island on Oak Island. So, yep. Uh, Terry tells Rick uh, kind of what they've been doing, mm-hmm. and uh, they're at a bit of a blocker. And the material is in no way as dense as uh, Till normally gets. Clotworthy explains that because the material isn't as dense as Terry would expect or could suggest man-made workings in this area, they're drilling down into. But the question now, is it from past searchers or from someone who came before them?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a perfectly logical question.
0: Yep. Uh, Terry then goes on to say that they're looking at an intersection point in the tunnel. hmm the next intersection point will tell them will will tell the tale yep. kind of like what robert clotworthy does he's a teller of tales teller of tales and uh they're going to either hit the tunnel or they're going to go off it left or right mm-hmm. but we'll see what happens right yeah so rick brings over the next choice sausage all buys lonesome
1: yeah uh, and charles, charles yeah, really Ch-
0: wants to help charles him. like hey let me help you and rick's like no i got it Dude, he, bro bro i'm good yeah it's like
1: <laughs> all right fine
0: yeah and so he th- slings it up on the table. And then what?
1: Scott says it's what 100. They're at 119 feet. Suddenly. Suddenly. Well, they were at like
0: 89 feet. So, oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's 30 more feet. They've just gone boom. through,
1: so, you know, a few more sausages since.
0: Yeah. And Terry says super.
1: And Charles runs his metal detector over it.
0: Clear. Clear. <laughs> so t- no metal. And Terry says that uh, the material looks undisturbed at this depth now. So that's kind of a bummer because um, they've already went through the stuff that was disturbed. Yep. So um, Terry says that the material looks, uh, oh, I just uh, just read that. And then uh, Rick says that they've got to their target depth and he thinks that they're the consensus at this point that they're done with borehole C5 and they should move on to the next one. And Terry thinks that, yeah, that's what it is. So nope, let's they call, call it, it. Day. and Charles says, okay, let's go to someplace warm now.
1: Yeah. They're going to go warm up at the mug and anchor and, you know, have a little get a couple pints drink in. to warm them up. Cause they probably can't feel their feet,
0: their toes, their fingers, their face. Yeah. So we do need to talk about lot 10 real quick. Yeah. Let's do that. We hadn't done that yet. So Marty and Gary are preparing to metal detect on lot 10 at the uh-huh. beginning of the scene. And they're, the area they're really focused on is um, one of the big boulders that make up Nolan's Cross. Uh-huh. And um, do you remember what they called it? Cone E. Cone E. I wonder why they call it Cone E. Because, like, if you're counting them, that's kind of the seventh one or sixth sixth boulder. So wouldn't it be uh, F?
1: It it depends um, on yeah, how, they, I, how they do it. Yeah, and I'm sure that's how. uh, fred had marked it on his map so it makes oh, yeah. the most sense to keep with what it was historically too
0: you're gonna argue with a surveyor when he's plotting stuff on a map probably not uh-uh <laughs> uh-uh you just go with it you go with it yeah when the
1: surveyor says it's like that's it
0: that's right done All mm-hmm. all right so there's a flashback um to the fellowship of the dig checking areas near the swamp and this is with uh uh mole and Chris morford's location uh-huh. and um cone E is not too far from one of the spots they were checking
1: uh-huh. so time to look for some evidence yep
0: and so they do that Gary gets to detecting he uh, gets a bunch of hits yeah a bunch of little iron hits Marty scoops them out for him and lo and behold <laughs> what is it what do they find
1: uh ox chew nails and huh
0: and what else do they find
1: I don't know what you're talking about. They find
0: more oxygen nails. Oh. And they find more ox nails. Oh. And they find more. It's Whoa. a marcapalooza. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. That doesn't work as that good didn't as your clip. not work. Flip. No. But we just need we need to clip out the they're everywhere they're everywhere part. Yeah, I mean,
1: worked. it would have been more appropriate. Holy
0: crow, that's very important.
1: <laughs> See. At least that is on. He would have. You know, Holy crow was definitely more appropriate there. Yeah. That's very important.
0: Yeah. So, anywho, <laughs> they found a bunch of ox shoe nails. Uh, Clotworthy wonders um if ox shoe nails in the area means uh, kind of a lot of ox. Wh- well, whoever put this here may have built the stone road because, mm-hmm. you know, they were finding ox shoe nails over there, too. Yeah. Gary kind of finishes up by saying, I think you nailed it, Marty.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But he also says, that was brutal, wasn't it?
1: Yep. Yep. Real
0: joke, Gary. Good job. Yeah. All right. So um, that's it for island action. Now we're going into the war room. The
1: island action,
0: huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. War room time. Yeah. So in the war room, we've got Jack, Scott, Rick, Billy, Doug, Ian, Miriam, and Aaron Taylor. Uh, we spooner also have
1: summoned them if yeah. you will.
0: oh yeah this is a spooner summons uh-huh.
1: yeah the spooner summons mm-hmm. i like
0: it mm-hmm. i just came up with that it's pretty I, good huh pretty good pretty yeah. good all right so marty alex and craig are also there via teleconference and they've gathered for a report rick says that um they've all spent a significant amount of times in the swamp this season uh-huh. and the archeology the archaeologists in particular uh-huh. and probably spooner Uh, dr spooner is here to break down the important aspects including the coal finds in the swamp this year and he turns it over to him Mm
1: -hmm. and dr spooner i mean he's excited to talk about the coal he is stoked he's probably got bags of it behind him because he starts passing it out to everybody because he wants them to hold it really a tangible you're saying he's
0: santa claus you said that people on oak island get coal for christmas
1: yeah but then i said but he's not like but no, he's no. not Santa. maybe no. he is, maybe he's magical. No, you
0: you just told me you literally just told me that Ian Spooner is Santa Claus. Okay. I, I heard it. Okay. That's you heard, heard it here
1: first. Breaking news. That's what I heard. <laughs> this is what he actually does in the off season. That's yeah. why he
0: he's yeah. in the swamp in the summer, and then he has a lot of work to do up in the north. <laughs> the true, true north. You said that Santa gives good boys and girls on Oak Island coal. You said at the beginning of the episode, it's all come full circle. You can't take it back now. Okay? You're right. I it guess I called Ian
1: Spooner Santa Claus. He's magical. Okay. He is magical. He is magical. Uh, but he's excited to hand out the coal and uh, <laughs> and he's excited to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he says there's the most significant artifact that they have found on the road. and everybody. Guess they're a piece of coal.
0: Okay, but you notice <laughs> that Gary's not there because Gary would be like, "Oh, he'd be all depressed. Like, man, thanks, Ian, thanks, Swamp Doctor. I didn't get no coal. What is <laughs> Gary's doing, been bad?
1: He's telling them all to like <laughs> press it with their hands. This is the most important piece, so that maybe they'll get diamonds. That's why he's passing them yeah, out. But
0: Gary's not there because like all the things that Gary's found, nothing like no, they don't mean nothing in Ian Spooner's book. He's like, sorry, get, Rainbow. <laughs> Who cares? It's it's all about the coal,
1: man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Just, just kidding. <laughs> and of course, uh the fact that he's so excited gets everybody's attention, mm-hmm. and they're excited.
0: Oh yeah. So Ian, the, you know, he's talking about that they found a lot of neat things. He does mention the ring bolt, uh-huh. so he does like give Gary some props, even though it was really Billy.
1: Yeah, it's Billy. So that's ring fine.
0: bolt. Oh, Billy was there, uh-huh. and I think Billy's like, it's way better than your coal, dude. <laughs> but else?
1: i i don't think billy feels that way okay but i'm not going to put words in billy's mouth
0: uh billy's above it it's fine um some uh you know they found the ring bolt pottery mm-hmm. but this coal is significant because it has the potential to answer the who and the why and i'm like whoa that is two of rick lagina's biggest questions right there
1: yeah and <laughs> rick looks stoked like mm. he's excited you know he's got that big rick smile
0: he's like ooh!" ooh.
1: and doug says that <laughs> it's almost as good as a fingerprint and dr Spinner replies well put
0: yeah because like they could get like once they kind of break it down chemically they can see what kind of pollen was floating around at the time this thing was made uh-huh. what kind of spores are in the air and they can pin down geographically where it came from that's that's huge
1: i mean that could tell us the who right
0: yeah and the when Mm -hmm. and so ian continues with his presentation and he puts up the first slide to show the team the data he's focused on on this slide is the percentage of the coal that contains sulfur in it Mm -hmm. which is at 1.12 percent as received Mm -hmm. and that's very odd because when it's compared to the coal that's usually found in Nova Scotia, that averages around three to four percent.
1: That's a big difference.
0: It's a, way, a really big difference, and uh, this is what they call low sulfur subitamish. Yes. <laughs>
1: I was gonna say sub, subcutaneous, but that's like below the skin, subdermal level, and, and that doesn't make sense. If you're cold.
0: interested in playing along at home, you, s s u b b i t u m i n o u s. Write that out, and you try to say it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. So who <laughs> a cold, and that's um, that's like a kind of cold. They don't have a lot of in Nova Scotia, right? Copy that. Ian calls for the next slide and tells the team that they do find this type of low sulfur coal in Europe. He's
1: such a professor. Next slide.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Next slide. (laughs) Yeah. And um, uh, they do show a map with the European coal fields on it. Mm -hmm. He says Spain, all of Eastern Europe, Czechoslovakia, Bulgaria, England, Scotland, Wales. So like. Yeah, I mean, Whoa. a lot. Yeah, like all those places do have coal fields. Exciting. Yeah, and Jack uh, says that this sounds like the science that could put a stamp on who built the road and who was uh, doing, and what they were doing with it on Oak Island as early as 1700s. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, it's, wow. I hope Jack is right. Mm-hmm. I hope I hope Jack Attack nailed that one no that's marty marty's doing the nailing this uh, that's true and, yeah. anywho
1: <laughs> so dr spooner um says let's say this turns out to be spanish coal uh does that mean that the spanish were here
0: not necessarily, not necessarily.
1: Mm-hmm. it could be british who brought spanish coal and used it here it could be the same story for the french but the good news is so they know who was buying what coal at that time. And we're going to have to go into archives to figure this out, but the information is there and that's a big deal. As, I mean, you could at least narrow it down to one or two
0: as people. Mo- as Mulder and Scully used to say, the truth is out there. Mm-hmm. Thanks Mulder it. and Scully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Craig chimes in cause he's mm-hmm. Mr. Data, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, he's looking forward to the results of a more detailed analysis. Mm-hmm. When the when that results come in, mm-hmm. who's going to be? Who do you think is going to be telling the team? Of course, Craig is, because mm-hmm. Craig loves to like. He's like, give oh, I these... can't wait to get this analysis data first, right? Mou-ha-ha-ha. Yeah, and so. Um, yeah, and it'll be real interesting to see where the cold came from, and hopefully they can narrow it down greatly by the understanding and that sometimes. Well, and they'll also have the understanding that sometimes the data doesn't give you exactly what you want. So he is excited for what it could give him, but he's understanding mm-hmm. if it doesn't give him exactly what they want, no big deal. I mean, it's not that it's, not it's, it's a no big deal. deal, but it's like if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, well, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it
1: could at least give them a good region. It could really narrow down like the giant what do i want to say and the giant net that they've cast mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, it could make that net a little bit smaller you
0: could all right so marty says that it was an excellent presentation
1: Yeah. yeah and he thinks thanks dr spooner um he also asks how long he thinks
0: there must have been more said at this presentation because i'm thinking to myself that could have been said in an email
1: yeah but that's like i'm glad I'm they not all read together. their emails know, but on i'm glad they all
0: got together but like i don't
1: know like i mean it doesn't deliver the same as in the war room to get people excited and Mm -hmm. think about how long their days are sometimes you need to sit down and you need to hear that what you're doing is making a big difference and that your finds are helping to narrow in that search and sometimes that's the pick me up you need is a little bit of coal from dr spooner
0: santa claus (laughs) <laughs> so those, you needs to calm the down or get calmed up <laughs> okay. one of those <laughs> all, right. all right so you know the episode's coming to a close here mm-hmm. and rick in a little uh, or not an interview he's just sitting at the table he says mm-hmm. that this discovery uh, process is incremental uh, by what they've learned over the years and the only way to solve oak island is to wrap it in the arms of real science real professionals the real academics we thank you all for your efforts and you know he's looking mostly at ian Uh and aaron Uh and miriam because you know yeah they're they're the white academics they're at least academics over there billy's sitting next to her probably like i'm the professional why don't you like look toward me he
1: is like
0: (laughs) he billy's
1: the man (laughs) i know
0: yeah so no he knows though he knows he doesn't need to be told because he just knows
1: he needs to be told sometimes
0: um because look at what has come of what he you know this little piece of coal he's holding up it's amazing and he's very grateful for their contributions and their work and mm-hmm. you know getting helping them get some answers yeah so there is a little side interview right at the end with marty kind of echoing his brother a little bit mm-hmm. he says that they've been incrementally attacking this thing because that's what's required they're putting in the time and money and mm-hmm. resources and Uh, into the island and as long as it's prudent they're going to keep at it and they're going to keep up in the ante until they get it done so to me that just says five
1: more seasons
0: confirmed well i was just going to say at least (laughs) season nine is confirmed oh
1: yeah i have no doubt we're (laughs) getting a season nine at the minimum i I bet you they're getting ready here soon uh i think april is usually Uh, when someone's out there she's like looking at her
0: watch like it's happening right this moment (laughs) no i was looking at the date (laughs) gotcha all right so billy he calls the close to the meeting Mm -hmm. he says time to go back to work okay marty and rick says he agrees and billy has got the right idea and um yeah well marty probably because he's not there he's teleconferencing end and he's probably Mm -hmm. like that's my boy
1: yeah they he passed the uh get back to work uh, scoop to billy
0: mm-hmm.
1: the golden scoop
0: all right so next time on the curse of oak island i haven't even seen these previews yet so oh, what do, what well we i'm
1: here to break them down for you okay uh first thing for the next time on the curse of oak island we hear marty saying something massive was occurring well before the discovery of the money shut period. up yeah i agree that sounds good i like it and he also you hear marty saying to miriam who is nodding in agreement that this looks exactly like an old Roman road. What? Yeah, what? it does. It, it looks like a cobblestone road in general, and generally More than just Romans could have built it. Uh, Aaron calls Craig over to look at what he has found on the stone road. And it's a piece of an old leather strap with notches in it. And then Doug and Charles are taking it over to Joe Landry. And he says it looks like an old leather strap that would have mm. gone around like a ship's log or something like that would True. have secured it. Wow. Yeah, I need
0: to go check this. Uh, uh, yeah,
1: you do. And they look flabbergasted. And they're wearing the same outfits as they were wearing when they took the shoe pieces to him. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, yes, I pay attention. Uh, Rick circles the area of the map mm-hmm. above C1. Okay. And says that the money pit can only be here. Uh-oh. That is the only place it can be. And my note says pretty bold statement. <laughs> like Rick. that oh, word, That's a bro. big statement coming from Rick. Uh, Terry and Scott are at the money pit and Terry says this is the top of a tunnel. Not maybe. Like he's saying there's no doubt about it also another bold statement <laughs> uh it, this one feels pretty bold to me
0: mm-hmm.
1: war room this you hear craig saying that this would uh says puts the date of 1648 it seems like we have found our money pit
0: wow another bold statement dang that's like 150 years before the discovery of the money pit
1: yeah, and I think it was wood they pulled out of um one of the shafts or something. I don't know. But obviously not out of one of the shafts, but out of the money pit. Oh. And Marty's on teleconference and he goes, Yeah. Does he? Yeah, he's oh. stoked because and you know, sneaky Craig look is like, mmm, <laughs> I can't wait to deliver this. <laughs> and and he's pretty excited. Nice. And then there was a preview uh So there was the next time on, but then there's also the preview for next week. Mm -hmm. And Rick is saying everything you find on Oak Island is a part of history. And then Gary pulls something out of the ground. It's round. And it, to me, it looks kind of like a simple, like a belt buckle thing, but Rick calls it a top pocket find and Gary's pretty darn stoked. So oh no uh of course we saw again that aaron found the leather strap in the road and marty's saying are these the clues that are leading us to the money pit and while he's saying that we have a shot of the grid around c5 c1 and the drilling that they've done there so i'm wondering if that's the uh wood that is dated
0: you know what it is it's crazy and it's bonkers and i guess we'll find out more in a couple days when the next episode of cursed book island airs
1: yeah i guess we will find that out we get to
0: see episode 16 Uh so awesome and uh great episode as always always a lot of fun so um well well done yay uh, do we have anything else to do today? Yes, we have clot-worthy moments! clot-worthy moments, sweet.
1: Yes, so, so we, have we have a winner. A,
0: we have a winner from last week? We do! Are you sure? Because you put it up. Wow, okay. Unless you fibbed me.
1: Well, I didn't
0: double-check your work. Well, let's see, who won? Okay, winner was... Another possible section of the stone pathway? Running along the eastern border of the swamp? Wow another section of stone pathway yeah
1: we love the stone pathway. you know
0: that one 100 to zero did it really because mm-hmm. it had one vote me because i forgot to put it up and so i just chose the one i liked the best my bad <laughs> ow she's punched me in i the should
1: have checked your work you big <laughs> poo face so are you gonna do it this time yeah like i asked you last time mm-hmm. this is like your one responsibility with this podcast
0: that's it huh you never heard of oak island trivia
1: okay i guess i guess yeah because i don't want to take on more okay uh this week's we have two new ones mm, okay the first one
0: is choices. old wood is it possible the team has found not only more evidence of ancient man-made workings deep underground ah i like it old, old wood, wood.
1: They never find wood on Oak Island.
0: Okay, next one. I'm already sick of finding wood. Right. An oxy nail found at the base of a boulder in Nolan's Cross. An oxy nail. Mm-hmm. So two important things. Old wood and an oxy nail. Mm-hmm. This week, you can vote for your favorite clot moment of the week by going to facebook.com slash oakislandpodcast and clicking on the groups tab. Go to could it be an Oak Island group and vote. vote vote, vote. or you can go to twitter Mm -hmm. and that's at oak island pod on twitter and you could vote there as well
1: yes uh other places you can find us uh you can find us over on instagram at oak island podcast you can also email us yep at oak island podcast at gmail.com
0: yeah we actually got an email this week and yeah it was like they wanted us to 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 give a message to steve guptill
1: well i guess this could be us delivering it um,
0: is it i wasn't planning on actually reading oh it, okay cause... or
1: should we just forward it to steve
0: it says uh well it's just like it says steve guptill please check out these coordinates and there's like, oh, a link oh okay and so we'd have to email or forward this email to steve guptill somehow that's all it is it's, oh got it it's from gene okay thanks gene gene we will pass that on to steve oh, okay well there you go Why i don't not? We'll... i don't have steve's like personal contact information like she does because she's like best friends with him and scott so <laughs> those guys are they don't want to talk to me they want like nobody... to talk to her i mean oh you're gonna say nobody likes to talk to me no. i have a few people I think, I think like to talk to me i think you people much. like
1: to talk to you but i think Sometimes you just, you say a lot of things and it can scare people away.
0: I do. Sometimes. Hey, um, there is a uh, programming update for this week. No Oak Island trivia tomorrow night. We'll have to uh, save the, this episode and um, like, if you wrote notes, don't throw them away because we'll do it again another week. I just don't have time to do it's... Oak Island trivia questions this week because we're working on our treasure hunt that we mentioned at the top of the um, yeah. podcast and Um, gotta get the
1: final touches and we have
0: to be done this week so we have to like do it so i apologize i should have tried to get somebody else to do the questions but it's just too late for all that now and i need the time that i would be spending to Mm -hmm. write the questions and basically the time that we're we would be uh playing the game Mm -hmm. to work on this treasure hunt like because we're it's got to be perfect yeah it's we're getting we're getting there to the end but we just need to make er- sure everything is perfect on it so that everybody mm-hmm. has the most fun possible on it so yes i apologize for we, that but it is what it is
1: yes but we will still do our pregame.
0: we will do pregame on tuesday at five o'clock um uh, pacific eight o'clock eastern mm-hmm. at oak island we're at facebook.com slash oak island podcast
1: yes so uh give the page a like so that you uh you know, get notifications when we're live and doing all those fun, 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 fun things.
0: Yeah, and if you wanted to, anytime you see anything from us, give us a like and comment on it. It would be very um,
1: appreciated. appreciated,
0: Yeah. If you do want to call us on our Oak Island podcast voicemail line, please feel free to do so. Reach out to us at 360-836-4549. And I think that's everything for this week. I think that's everything for this week. So I'm going to make sure the
1: rest of the behind the scenes gets done right now you're gonna go put up the clot moments
0: mm-hmm. right it's tough to do it be, until you have the podcast posted because i have to download the podcast and re-listen to it so i can get every word so i can put it in the thing because i don't
1: you could just go on to facebook where it is automatically there right away and fast forward to the end where it is
0: it's not as easy, but yeah, Or cool.
1: you could always come in here and just push the buttons on the stream deck that would allow you to listen to it without scrolling through anything.
0: That's something that's a good idea. <laughs> that's the best idea. I I that you gave me.
1: I <laughs> am a problem solver. I am here to
0: help because <laughs> usually I just download the podcast, fast forward it to where we have the clot worthies and I listen to it and I type it in real time so that i have the perfect transcription of it and then i have to go in and find screenshots of these okay. things happening i don't think they care oh well i'm explaining it to you oh thanks and i just always keep that to myself and now i'm letting it all out you I i'm gonna be a good place here i'm gonna get coal from ian spooner for christmas i know it i doubt it okay
1: but ian if you want to send some coal that's cool too <laughs> i mean what else? i'll Coal
0: is very cool Ooh,
1: or is it hot <laughs>
0: At one point,
1: maybe, probably. (laughs) All right, everybody. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you on Tuesday. So until next time.
0: Could it be?